Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Friday, July 30th, 2021. It's been a very, very busy day, but it's been good. I mean, slow eBay wise, which is a bummer, but it's been busy nonetheless with just my regular day job and trying to keep things moving with a couple customer issues that I had on eBay throughout the week. So dealing with those and stuff, but overall good week. I I made some profit and things have been slow. I talked about that yesterday, but it's just, that's the way things are sometimes, especially when we're not doing a ton of listing and I'm not doing a ton of sourcing right now. I, I don't have any time during the day because I have a job and when I'm getting home, I've been working on getting my VA up to speed and trying to even see if he's good enough to, to use or if I need to find somebody else. And then and then going from there, um, trying to be able to trying to be able to like readjust the accounting system that I'm using so that I can better keep track of my finances and then also better allocate them to where they need to go. So that's just what I've been working on. I haven't been doing a ton of listing. I'm going to plan on getting a lot of listing done this weekend though. I have a lot that I would actually like to get sold. I was going through some of it and looking at it and wondering what on earth ever possessed me to buy this item for so much. And, and it's just, I think in the moment we look at an item, we go, yeah, I I could sell that and make some money on it. And then you realize that after you bought it and nobody's buying this $300 item, now you're sitting on a $300 item and the $300 is gone. It's non-returnable or maybe it is returnable, but you, you, it's going to be a pain to return it. But a lot of times some of this stuff's non-returnable. So now what, now what are you going to do? And I look at it and I just go, man, that was a stupid, stupid buy. So anyway, that's what I'm going to be working on is trying to get some of this stuff, some of this stuff, uh, like sold some of it returned if I can. I just remember that I had to do some Nike returns. So get some of that stuff returned, get the other stuff sold and just keep it moving and trying to get as much liquidated as possible so that I can have as much capital as I can going into Q4. And it's just, it's one of those things where you want to have, it's never a bad thing to have too much capital. You can never have too much capital, right? I mean, never, it's never a bad thing to have a lot of money at hand. So if you find a really good item that can make you a ton of money, you go all in and you make bank on that item. But if not, then you're holding some cash, you're selling things slowly, you're investing into good products, and you're not getting out over your skis. And that's the thing that I've done so much in the past is just going all out on a product when I really shouldn't have, and then not going deep enough on products that I really should have gone deeper on. So that's just what I'm, I need to work on more. And I also need to work on sourcing a little bit, but mainly this weekend, selling, selling and returning. Those are my, my main objectives, getting things sold, getting things returned. And I've been debating whether or not I'm going to return. I have still have like decorations from last Halloween that I have, I can still return. I have up to a year to return them. I'm debating whether I should return them all or maybe keep some of them because people are starting to buy them now. It's just weird. It's it's July and people are buying Halloween decorations. So they're either diehard Halloween people or they just really want to be prepared early. So I'm not sure what it is, but some of the stuff started to sell. I also had one of them that I sent out that FedEx completely crushed. And it was kind of like, it was kind of bad because the item was smashed. The buyer wasn't happy. But at the same time, I just got another one and it didn't even make it to the buyer. The thing is they shipped it back to me. It was so damaged and the outside box that I had sent it in was so messed up. They didn't even send it back in the original box. They had to rebox it in a box that it wouldn't have fit in from the original dimensions because they had broken such a large chunk of it off. They must have, it must have had like partially had the box run over or something like that because it was just so, the item was so messed up. So it's kind of bad in that sense, but also good because I'm going to hopefully get the insurance for it and that would pay for 
another item of that kind. So even though it destroyed one, I ended up being able to make two times the money for one sale. So it's like I, I liquidated two with one sale and, and got paid for both, which was nice. So I'm not upset about it and I'll probably try using it for personal anyways. I'll just kind of, it's not, the, the top part of it was, was fine. The main part was fine, but the, the base, the pedestal that it sits on was completely crushed and actually missing. So I, I don't know where that was. They didn't even send that back. So either way, it was, it was kind of a mess, but I, I ended up getting that sorted out. But that was, that was really all. I mean, there haven't been a ton of releases. Today we had maybe a couple. Um, I saw that Nike restocked some dunks. I'm so stupid not to go after those. I completely, I didn't realize what was going on and I need to check Discord more, but I've just been so focused at work and then so focused at home on getting the small things that I need done for my business. And I'm not looking and I realized today they restocked the Nike, the, the Panda Dunks for women's sizing on the Nike app, which was a bummer because those are money. I mean, Panda Dunks, they're, they're just money. The, the black and white colorway of the Dunks are good, good profit always. And I missed on those. And then I went for the ambush dunks and I went for the postal, the go, the, the postal ghost air force ones, S like very sneaky resale value on those. And they're kind of cool. I, I really like them. I heard there may be some legality issues between the like USPS and Nike because Nike basically ripped their priority mail, like, like logo and, and basically everything. And then they didn't say priority mail. They changed it to say stuff about Nike and that, that whole thing. But basically ripped the entire branding of the entire thing from a priority mailbox which i thought was super cool and like a really interesting idea but obviously they did it without the post offices and uh i, I think that they're they did it without their kind of consent and i think it may go after like it, it may work for nike because of like parody law and stuff like that but i don't know i, I have no idea how it'll work trademarking is a weird thing copywriting is a weird thing sometimes and you get into gray areas where sometimes you don't really know if, if you're fine or not so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out i heard something about that i don't know if it's true or not the post office was going after nike for legal issues with that but if they do i don't imagine they'll do that well because nike has way more money than the post office and if they don't um well then fine Nike got away with a pretty cool design so really weird looking shoe i personally wouldn't rock them but i i liked the idea of it and i thought it was a cool idea and i, I liked that they were doing like a post office design it's just it was funny because you ship nike shoes in in post office shoe boxes all the time or at least i used to before the post office kind of went to crap and it was like the most reliable shipping source and i just i would reship stuff in, in post office mailers and and boxes all the time and it was just funny to kind of see Nike put that on a, a shoe. So those had some sneaky resale value, especially size 13. That was what I noticed. I, those were like 193 bucks on StockX. So typically for shoes like that, you'll see bigger shoe sizes do better. And I ended up going after those, didn't get them on any of the accounts. So they must have either been super limited or they must have really, really had a lot of demand. I, I'm thinking a combination of both because a lot of people probably want to get that quick flip. And then the ambush dunks, I didn't get either. And those are the only two things I could enter for today. And then obviously the Panda Dunks, I didn't go to the right app for those. So that was a bummer. But if you did hit on any of those, you probably made some decent money. And I mean, like I said, the, the Postal Ghosts were a very sneaky, low-key shoe that I don't think a lot of people were really targeting, but definitely had some resale value, especially if you went for the right sizes. So anyway, that's what I was looking at today. But I did have one quick thing that I wanted to talk about, a weird situation I got myself into with some buyers. And kind of what I did to resolve it. I think it may help some of you out in the future if you end up finding yourself in the spot. So what ended up happening was I had a couple buyers that one bought an autographed CD from the weekend for me and then another one bought this stuffed animal monster thing. And I mean, the monster thing was like a two, 
maybe like I think they may have spent like five or seven bucks on it. It was an item I got for free. I was like, whatever they're gonna give me for it, it'll be better than what I paid for because it, it was free. So I ended up taking that offer, and then the the weekend CD. I think the girl that bought it bought it outright for like I don't know whatever I had it priced for on eBay. So two completely different sales, very very similar sized packages, but different packaging. I think I put the CD in a small box. I think I put the stuffed animal in a poly mailer. But I mixed up the labels because they were both first class. They were both lightweight items. I send all my lightweight stuff USPS first class because it's cheapest. And, you know, if you if you lose something that's lightweight, as long as it's, like, not – if it's over – I would say if it's over 100 bucks of value, I typically try and send it priority mail. But if it's lightweight and it's under 100 bucks, I just send it – or I don't send it priority mail. I send it, like, FedEx or, or uh, UPS. But if it is over or if it's under 100 bucks, I'll send it first class. The reason is – post office is super unreliable like i wouldn't ship with them if they weren't so cheap but for lightweight items for first class mail it's just so much cheaper than everything else and then anything above that priority mail it's just not worth it pay the extra couple of bucks i know it's an extra couple of bucks every shipment i know that adds up but the post office sucks i mean they really do i, I don't like using them whatsoever i think i sent 10 items with them this past june or may and of the 10 items, two of them got delayed or went missing. I mean, 10 items. Like, it's not... 20% of your items go missing. I mean, like, what is this? What is the shipping company? And they are literally just such a mess that I, I don't use them anymore unless I, I really have to, which comes down to first-class items and some media mail stuff. So that's really all I use them for, but I ended up sending both of these items. The problem was I switched the labels on accident. So I got an email probably Wednesday from a buyer or Tuesday from the buyer of the stuffed animal who said hey, um, I want you to know that I bought a stuffed animal from you. You sent me a weekend CD, and that is not what I ordered. Just giving you a heads up, I don't know what you want to do about this, but I'd, I'd like to get either my money back or the, the monster stuffed animal I ordered. And I was like, they were super nice about it, though, super understanding, and I was like super apologetic. I said, hey, I'm, I'm very sorry. I don't know what happened. I, I know that I had both those labels next to each other, and the thing I remember, the, the part that really aggravates me is I looked at them and thought, okay, I need to make sure that these labels are correct because if they're not correct, I'm going to screw this up. And, and there's two first-class labels here. They're both similar. I need to make sure these are on the right packages. And I don't know what happened. I must have got distracted and didn't do it, but I didn't check the labels. And I sent out the labels on the wrong packages. And so I emailed, immediately messaged the other buyer and said, hey, you're supposed to get a, a CD autographed by the weekend. I accidentally, uh, uh, I accidentally sent you a stuffed animal and you don't like that's not that was not intentional please don't think that i'm trying to scam you just as soon as you get it let me know and i will do whatever i can to make it right i get a message yesterday buyer clearly didn't look at the first message i sent that that was supposed to get the cd and they got a stuffed animal and they were like not happy they were very irate and she was like i can't believe you would do this i think this is a scam i want some explanation i want my money back like filed for a return like the whole nine yards and i'm like uh i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that like not intentional and so I, I immediately messaged him back, apologized a bunch of times, explained what I wanted to do, and explained like how how it wasn't how I let that happen. And she messaged me back and was like, "Okay, that's fine. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that that was an accident. And thank you for getting back to me so quickly. So completely diffused that buyer, which was nice. I had the other buyer. And the thing that I want to talk about is what I ended up doing to get it right. So usually, and I don't know if you're allowed to do this or not, but this is what I this is the plan that I came up with, and it worked for me. But usually what you would do is you would have somebody on, you would have both buyers return the items to you and then you would ship them both back out. But that's going to take more time and your buyer may not go through with the sale. 
so what I did, and I again, I don't know if this is what you should do on eBay. I don't know if this is against eBay's policies or not. I didn't really look into it too much, but I went on Pirate Ship and reprinted out the labels for the buyers to send to each other. Because basically, what's the difference between them sending it on a label that's to the other buyer versus sending it to me? They're going to have to drop it off at the post office either way. So why not have it them do the work for me and they get their item quicker? So that's basically what I said. I said, hey, there's two things we can do. A, I can send you a label for the other buyer. You can just put that label on the package and send it out and it'll get there faster and we won't have to worry about this. Or B, you can send it back to me and then I'll have to send it back out to the other buyer and switch the packages and and go through all that. Either way, you're sending it out, but at least you'd get it faster if you want to send it to the other buyer directly. And both buyers agreed that that was the best thing to do. So I went and this is the tough part. You're going, well, how do you send a file on eBay messages? Because you can't really send a file. And what I ended up doing is I put them both on a Google Doc. So not a Google Doc, but a Google Drive and then shared that file link with them and made it accessible to anybody with the link. So I sent it to the buyer. I sent them a link to a Google Drive document and said, hey, here is the the actual shipping label. It's in a PDF. It's on Google Drive. I just wanted to be able to share it with you and I couldn't send you the link to the PDF. I didn't want to share any of my personal information because that goes against eBay's policy. So this is the best I can do. And that they both agreed to it. They're like, yeah, this is fine. So. I sent each of them their own label with a Google Drive link, and now they just put that label on the package and send it to each other. Cost me an extra seven bucks, saved me significant amount of time, and saved me a lot of money because now I'm not having to pay the shipping back. They probably would have chose Priority Mail too, which is kind of a, the like the real kick in the pants. Probably would have been like 14, 15 bucks. Now it's only gonna cost me six bucks versus the 14 or 15 just to have them send it back to me, and then I'd have to send it back out and they would have to rebuy it from me because they wouldn't just be able to send it back to me. They would have to send, they would have to file a return, send it back to me, then rebuy the item from me for me to be able to send it back out to them. So it would have been like much more time intensive on my part, a cost more, much more costly, like probably an extra 20, 30 bucks for items that really didn't even matter that much. I would have just sent out based on principle because they ordered from me and I wanted to make things right. But like it, it would have say it would have cost a lot more where this way I just said, hey, I have a great way to do this. Instead of you sending them to me, just send them to each other. And here's a link to the PDF and send it that way. And I think it worked. I mean, I'm gonna have to go back and check the, the tracking, but both of them said, okay, we put the labels on and we're shipping them out today. So if that's if that works, that that's perfect. Like eBay's not gonna have an issue with it because it'll already be at both buyers. The other buyer will cancel their return. It won't matter and it is what it is. Like it'll be it'll be over with. And both buyers will be happy. They were both pretty ecstatic that they could actually get the item pretty quick. Neither of them seemed like they needed it right away. The one was for a birthday, which I kind of felt bad about, but it was just a quick way to solve a problem. And those sorts of things like help, those help a lot because what I could have had happen is both buyers be PO'd or both buyers have an issue and then send me some sort of nasty review or put a nasty review on my eBay account. And now I have to worry about trying to get this feedback removed and dealing with all this crap. And it's just not something I wanted to deal with. So I said, Hey, I think I may have a solution. It was definitely my fault. I'm very sorry about that, but I may be able to make it right with just giving you a new label, throw it on that package because you're gonna have to ship it back either way, just ship it to each other and you'll save so much time because now I'm not having to do the, you're not having to wait the extra time for it to get to me and then get back out, sent out to you and then delivered again. So it just, it was a a kind of an interesting idea. I didn't know if it would work or not. I'm not gonna say it's gonna work for every buyer because like that buyer could have been pissed. They could have just said, no, like I'm not doing this. I don't even want your stupid item anymore. Like I'm gonna return it, I don't care. 
And at that point, they may not have sent it back to the other buyer, where at least if I would have, at least these buyers, they were cooperative, they understood, they both wanted a, a good outcome for themselves. They realized that like freaking out about it probably wasn't gonna be the best way to do it. They'd probably have to wait either way and they already paid for my items, so why not just send them to each other and get the thing over with? So, I don't know, I think I may even get a positive feedback from both of them because they were both pretty happy with how I handled the situation. They both seemed pretty excited. They, I was getting a lot of like positive like sounding like messages and stuff, so it just works out. and. That's what I'd like to tell you to do. If you can come up with creative ways to help your buyers out or creative ways to solve problems, that is probably the most valuable skill for a reseller or just somebody who owns a business in general. Because the creativity allows you to make more money, it allows you to make more profit, it allows you to solve problems faster, it allows you to solve problems more efficiently. The more creative you can get with stuff, and I'm not saying like do stuff unnecessarily creatively, if that's a way of putting it, because like you don't want to like, okay, I need to ship this package in a in a box i'm gonna frankenstein three different boxes together for no reason even though i have the same box like that's not the creativity i'm talking about if that's if that's what that you really enjoy then go ahead by all means and do that i don't enjoy that i want to get shipped as fast as possible but what i'm talking about is a problem that's kind of perplexing you don't really know how to handle maybe you've never come into it before never run into this issue and you're saying okay let's figure out how can i solve this and how can i do it even better than just the standard plug and chug solution that most people would use, the standard solution would have been to ship it back to me and then ship it back out. Probably piss off both buyers and have them be unsatisfied. At least this way they save themselves some time and probably get the item pretty quickly. And it was a little bit of an easier solution on my part because all I had to do was send them two labels. Took a little bit of, of organization and stuff and had to obviously get both buyers on board. But once I did that, it saved me a lot of time, saved me some money and saved them time as well. So that's what you're trying to do here. And if you can do that consistently, you'll definitely make more money and save yourself more money in the long term. So anyway, that's what I'm looking at right now. Hopefully that helps you guys out. I'm gonna get going. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.